everybody, my name is Kenzie Tartaglioni. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm your master of ceremonies. Hey, I'm Brennan Hershock. I go by he, him pronouns, and I play Sawyer Hook. I'm April Consolo. My pronouns are she, her, and I play Ivy Duncan. Hey there, I'm Mads McDonough. I use he, him pronouns, and I play Caleb Moore. And welcome to Wildmore High. Content warning for this episode includes the discussion of drug use and drinking blood. We begin with a flashback once again to the first day of school. The last bell of the day has rung, students dismissed, and it is a free-for-all. Ivy, you have been called not for a full cheer practice, but for a start-of-the-year meeting. Sawyer, you're posted up outside by the bike rack waiting for her. Not only did you receive a cryptic text about the party being cancelled, but you also received the itinerary from your mother. And along with your and Annabelle's names, Ivy's is now listed on your itinerary for the evening. Caleb, as you are heading out of the front doors with Sam, trying to make it to the car before Adam does to avoid his ire, you see Mr. Evans, the chief of police, standing on the sidewalk, hands on his hips, the golden star pinned to his chest glinting in the sun. Caleb Moore! Just the student I was looking to find. Uh, I, um, um, I looked at Sam. Did you say something? Did you do? What would you even say? What would I have done? I don't know what you would have done. What's, I'm freaking out. Are you, like, not allowed to wear a hat backwards? What, is that a rule now? No, I don't know. He strides over. Uh, Hello, sir. You look a little nervous. Bad day at school? No, no, I didn't. No, um, I had a very, very good day at school. Thank you for asking me. Is there something I can help help you with? As a matter of fact, I was wondering if you knew where I could find your parents. My parents? Yes. I, I mean, c- can you not find them? Well, I just have a few questions, some police inquiries that I think they could lend a hand with, and I went to uh, your house earlier this afternoon and no one was home. Well, they're usually not home. I mean, my dad is usually out doing things, and my mom is usually out doing other things. Uh, They're they're not home a lot. Um, Do you have, like, their contact information? I mean, I guess I could give you their phone numbers. No, no, I, uh, I tried calling your dad earlier today, but didn't get a response. So I was just wondering. I can stop by later this evening and see if they've come back. Yeah, um... They'll they'll be back tonight if you want to see them. Um, I can let them know that you were looking for them. That'd be most appreciated. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. He reaches out and like weirdly pats you on the shoulder. My arm feels like stiff marble and it's very cold because all the blood is drained out of me right now. All right, well, appreciate your time. And I hope you have a good rest of your day. I'll, I'll be in touch with your parents. Let them know that I'm looking for them. Okay. <clears throat> okay. 
thank you. All right. Puts his hands back on his hips and walks uh, down the sidewalk to where the cruiser sits. I hold my head in my hands. I crunch my shoulders further in on themselves, and I just groan to Sam next to me. What am I doing? That was so stupid. Yeah, I think it was like a little bit of an overreaction, but I don't think a cop has ever come up to me directly, so I might have done the same thing. I, f I feel like I'm gonna vomit. This would not be a good place to do that at. No, I don't- no, I'm not- I'm not gonna vomit. I'm not gonna actually do that. Oh, okay, I just feel okay. freaked out. I need- Do you want some water? And they hold out a water bottle. I take it. I take a little sip of it. Is, is this like infused with strawberries or something? Yeah, well, I had to figure out a way to get the metal taste out because the water bottle makes the water taste like metal. So you put strawberries in to dull it down? It tastes like metal and strawberries now. Honestly, Caleb, I think that's better than just metal. Why are you drinking? Just use, wash your dishes. I'm going to just take a little bit of sip and like put the cap back on, close my eyes and go, Thank you for your weird water. I appreciate you so much. And I'm going to hand it back to you. Yeah, anytime, anytime. Tomorrow, I'll put something different. Like, do you want... I don't really like cucumber water, but I could try it. I would love just water, actually, with no other tastes or surprises. I think regular water, clean, not metal, would be something we could all benefit from. I don't know why it tastes like metal. The water bottle is metal. It makes the water taste like metal. I don't... I can't do anything about that. Consider this, okay? Just hear me out, okay? New water bottle. You know, like, when somebody gives you a gift and you have to use it because your parents said it was nice that they gave you a gift and that you should use it? I'm gonna flick his nose. What? You're making problems for yourself. I would feel bad if I threw it out. I'm going to nod firmly and go, I can't help you with that. I'll see you tomorrow. And then I, I, start, I just turn around, start to walk towards the car, and then I stop. I take like two steps back. I turn back to him and I go, so we're, we're raiding tonight still. That, that's still, we're, we're gonna. Yeah. Because I, could, I just boosted up to 80 on my, yeah. I, okay, I just wanna, okay. Oh. Okay, bye. And with that, we find ourselves back a week later on the night or the afternoon of the quarry party. School has been let out. Sawyer, you hop on your longboard and head toward the tunnel. On your way, you see one of Ivy's friends, not the one who sort of saved your ass from your mom, but the other one, headed down toward Main Street. You pass Joe's, a diner that you frequented at all hours of the day. Sometimes the bacon cheese fries are the only thing that connect you to Earth. You see a couple guys from the hockey team that you know, mostly through Adam, pushing and shoving each other through the front door, the little silver bell inside ringing again and again and again. You continue on the very familiar roads until you have to jump off and carry your board. The tunnel is the old sewer entrance on the cusp of the woods outside of town. It is one of the many hangout spots that you have been introduced to when you started hanging around with Master Kush and his entourage. There are the woods and there is the forest. There are two different places, two different vibes. These are the woods, and the trees are spaced enough to let the sun stream down, coloring the discarded twigs and weeds in bright light. The old rusted iron gate lays off to the side, almost invisible through the tangle of leaves and vines that have overtaken it throughout the years. The interior is filled with the detritus of stoners, 
empty bottles, cans and snack wrappings, folding chairs that are so broken they are barely usable, one old couch found in the garbage that would have been better off staying with the garbage. The floor hasn't been wet for years. Grass and weeds have begun to grow where they would have once been drowned. And as you approach, White Widow is standing outside, leaning against the brick of the no longer in use bridge under which the tunnel sits. She nods at you as you approach. Told him you were coming. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, Dubs. I'm gonna just make myself useful in the meantime. And Sawyer will <clears throat> go into um, this old crate that they have that's just filled with both empty and completely new spray paint cans a variety of different colors, but definitely a lot of reds. And we'll snatch one, shake it, toss it to the side, it's empty, snatch another one, it's a full red one, and start just spray painting a piece of the inside of the tunnel. Just a haphazard butterfly, but it's like probably the first or second time in an attempt to do a butterfly. So the wings are the really only, <laughs> really, really the only solid part of it. As you're in the process of you hear a squeak and you kind of turn and notice whom you didn't notice upon entering is that Oreos is sitting there. Doesn't have anything in his hands. Arms flat against the arms of this chair that is pretty much just sitting on the ground. It doesn't really have legs supports anymore. He's like got very long legs and his knees are almost up to his face as he sits there quite uncomfortable just watching you and his chair squeaks. What's up? Uh, and I'll walk over and attempt to do like some sort of high five, but probably miss and probably just end up like grabbing the hand or Oreo's hand with both of my hands and like just shaking. Sup, dude? Dude, dude, dude. Come on. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I'm clammy. Get better at that. I'm clammy. Yeah. That's what school does to you. Did you go to school today? No. Yeah, makes sense. You just, uh, hanging? Yeah. I mean, I just got here, like, a couple hours ago. Today was weird, man. I... Oh, yeah? What, uh, what was weird about it? I think I got too high. Yeah, I was, like, walking along the road outside of town, and I think I was up by the Moore property. That's the one with, like, all the houses. Yeah. Yeah? That's up. Yeah. And I just, like... There was like this. I think I saw like a giant cat with six legs, but what? I, that's what I said. I think I got too high, man. Yeah, you were. I mean, everything that you told me up until that was like, oh no, that's like your pretty standard every day for you. Like you tell me that. I think I've heard that story like seventeen times in the past four days. But that's friggin' sweet. Yeah, I guess. It, like it looked like a regular cat. It was like gray, but it was like the size of a car. And oh. I had six legs. Oh. Yeah. No. You were high. Okay. Okay. Because, like, what if I wasn't and I saw a fucking <laughs> cat, man? <Yeah. gasps> no. Oh. No. Yeah. No. You were definitely high as hell. Are you high right now? No. I, ca I came down after that shit. <laughs> I don't want to see another one of those things. I mean, I kind of want to see one of those things, but... Well, man, then uh, start on it. You got time, right? Yeah. Well, I'm kind of waiting around here to... <laughs> you know, do some serious biz. <laughs> taking it taking it really chill, though. Really not doing the serious biz with serious vibes, but doing it with the utmost 
chillosity, you know. Yeah, you talking about taking the stuff to the party tonight? Oh yeah, that I yeah I've gotta definitely yeah I've gotta do that. I mean the backpack's back in the back if you just want to grab it. Oh cool. Has it already been like okayed by? Yeah, Kush made it like days ago. Oh cool. Yeah. All right. I'll uh, thanks. I'll go grab it. There's usually a, a stash in the tunnel where if there is a job a deal going down, whoever is in charge of that deal puts the stuff. So there currently is like a crate. And inside of the crate is a backpack. And it's actually quite heavy picking it up. Put it on both of my shoulders. Walk back over to Oreos. Well, that's really what I really wanted to do today here. Nothing else. Yeah, do you give you the prices? Because I think, I think there's some stuff in there that we don't usually sell. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I didn't. I don't know any of that. I was just gonna kind of get the. Yeah, Adam was like pay. looking for some, some weed and then some stuff that wasn't weed. What? I don't know the whole thing. I'm, Kush didn't really talk to me about it, but I was just, I just heard that there might be stuff like dangerous stuff, like nothing with like needles, right? Like I'm not uh, getting poked no, I mean, in the back, right? I would want to like take heroin at a party. Yeah, or like any time. Yeah, right. Man, I don't smoke anything but weed. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> no, no, it's nothing like that. I think it's mostly weed pills, and I think there might be some powders in there. Oh. Well, I mean, Adam's usually, like, pretty responsible. Like, he's, he'll be, he'll make good decisions and everything. He'll take it in small bumps. Dude, I don't think it's just for Adam. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. But Adam wants to please the people, right? So, like... Exactly. If that's what the people want, then... That's what the people get. I guess, Yeah. Not that, you know, I was actually thinking about going, you know, straight edge for a little while, testing out those. Yeah? Yeah, I thought, I think that's like kind of hipster. So I thought maybe I'd try that and see where that led me if it was down better paths. Yeah, man, do what you gotta do. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, honestly, I thought you'd be like, you know, weed for life. Like, don't, don't do that. I think that's more Sour Diesel's thing. Yeah, cool. Yeah, all right. Feels good. To... Yeah, I mean, I am not going to be the one to break it to Kush that he's losing you. That's oh, all on yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Well, I am going to push that off as far as I can. I think uh, you've already kind of started with your whole punching in the face type of thing. Yeah. Well, that's all That's all weed under the, under the tunnel. You get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I don't think that your uh, forte, though, is making up idioms. Weed under the tunnel? That Weed made in sense. in the tunnel? Like, under the, in the tunnel, tunnel is like... Yeah, but if it's in the tunnel, then I don't, I'm afraid that that still means, like... That feels like a sexual thing. Oh, like thing. it's still happening. Oh. oh. We're on different pages, man. We're on totally different pages. We're on totally different pages. I just thought that it, we're, we're over it, right? I'm over it. Master Kush is over it. I mean, the last I was told, you were still kind of waiting on an apology from you. Oh. Man, I, those are just rumors, though, right? I don't know if it could be called a rumor when it comes from the horse's mouth, you know? <laughs> okay. Oreos? Should I, like... <laughs> I'm sorry to freak out a little bit here. Uh, anyways. Uh, should I, like, talk to him now? Or, like, should I wait till the quarry party where there's more people around? Oreo slowly stands up out of the chair. And he's taller than you, but he's lanky and bony kind of just like leans down weird to try to be on eye level with you dude chill out 
because this is just like power play situation, okay? You've got Kush, who's in charge of this whole operation, who gives us free weed whenever we want it, as long as we do the jobs he asks us to do. Perfect setup. I'm a little grunt worker, okay? But Runtz, you are, you're kind of a thorn in the whole thing, bud, because he needs you. Do you think I can use this whole quarry deal with Adam to just like soften the blow? I think you have the upper hand here, so yeah, I think the blow can be softened. Wait, is that another idiot? Like, is he gonna punch me, but it's just gonna be softer this time? I can't anticipate that. Sawyer, wipe sweat. Here's my advice to you, young one. Apologize. I don't know. Fix his bruised ego. Do the job tonight. Sell the shit at the party. And then, like, give it a couple weeks. And just, like, slowly, slowly stop coming to the tunnel. Stop coming to the windmill. You know, avoid the places he's at. And... No bridges would have been burned, and you'd have been out without really having to have any type of conversation about it. That sounds pretty good. I can just avoid pretty much everything and all responsibilities if I just do that. Avoiding uh, responsibility is kind of like my favorite thing to do. So I've got it down pat. No confrontation, and you're good and in the clear. Just apologize and then ghost. Just get out of there. You might want to text him, though, about the prices, because don't sell them for cheap. He'll be mad about that. Okay. Am I'm selling tonight? Yes and no. Kush should really be here talking to you about this. You're just getting secondhand information. Yeah, yeah, I just, I would so much rather not talk to him than... <clears throat> I would so much rather not talk to him. It feels like the vibe is Adam wants the party, party stocked with the goods, but I don't tell anybody, but, like... Kush is, like, kind of doing this on a trial basis because Adam can't really afford this shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he's got some of it, and he needs it for the party to be a success. So Kush is kind of being nice, so it's more of, like, a sell-as-much-as-you-can type of situation. Yeah, yeah, what if, what, if, what if I pass off, like, half to Adam, and then, like, you know, I'll just take some, and that'll be, like, the apology. And, like, I won't even talk to Kush about it, I'll just... That'll be like my you'll apology. Just like, you'll pay for it all? No. <laughs> I can't afford that. No. No, I'll just I'll just distribute. Like I'll 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 get oh, like individuals will... to pay for it. Understood, okay. And then Kush will be so happy with that. We sold the whole thing, like and he get, he made back the the money he's supposed to have, and then it I won't even have to have that confrontation of apologizing. This is brilliant. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. I think you've talked yourself into a hole here, and I'm just going to have to let you live in it. I'm telling you, this is the better way. I won't have to experience any confrontation. I just have to sell a bag of drugs. Then I would say you might want to get the fuck out of here before he comes back. Sawyer is fucking gone. And we move from the woods and the tunnel and Sawyer and his bag of drugs back to First Street, where... Ivy has walked with Natalie from school to Blackburn Manor. You open the front door to go into this enormous foyer. You hear immediately, Bambolina! Hi, Papa. You look up to the top of the curving staircase in the foyer and see Gabriel. He has on a pink flowered black silk robe. 
it is unfortunately uncinched because the only other thing he is wearing is underwear. But at least they are black and at least they are briefs. And he holds in his hand an honest to God's crystal goblet with gold filigree. And you don't need to see inside to know. You can smell the blood from the doorway. And he starts down the stairs in a grand impression of a black and white movie starlet. Natalie, I haven't seen you in what? A week? And he glances at you, Ivy, and you know all too well that look of disapproval at your particular habits. Ivy immediately screams upon seeing Gabriel at the top of the steps. Papa, what the fuck is- oh my god. Oh my god! Truly, I don't think you could be more embarrassing if you tried. I really, I don't think that you could. Um, sorry, Natalie, that you have to see this. He has started to make his way down the stairs and her eyes have like glazed over just like looking possibly anywhere else she could. The scent of the blood in his goblet hits me. There's like a physical change. My muscles tighten up and I try to hold my breath as best as I can. Papa, um, we're, um, we're just gonna go hang out in my room, okay? I trust that you know what to do when you're done. Uh, mm-hmm, yeah, you don't, it's fine. It's really fine, Papa. Um, if you could just, like, find any sort of bottoms, that would be great for me. Thank you. Like, pants, a skirt, anything. But this is so free. And he starts dancing around the foyer. Ivy is literally gripping Natalie's arm as she squeezes a bit too tight. Ah, oh. Sorry. Um, okay, yeah. Just, like, clothing. I don't know if you've heard of it. They invented it, like, 50 million years ago or something. You are quite uptight today, Bambolina. I don't think I like this look on you. I know. But we're going to a party later, so you'll get to see a different side of me. Ooh. Yeah, um... Adam's party. Well, this is quite the drastic change. No, it's not a change, trust me. I'm going to be avoiding him as much as I possibly can. So we're going to go get ready, um, if that's okay with you. Is Dad here? He is, but he's um, otherwise busy. Got it. Cool. Amazing. Um, okay, yeah, we're definitely gonna go, and if you guys could just, like, shut every door between here and there, then that would be... Oh my god, okay. Natalie, let's go. And I grab her hand and take her down the hallway. She has a bit of confusion on her face. I was here a week ago? I don't remember being here a week ago. You know, my dads, they have no sense of time. He's probably referring to... A few weeks ago. Just whenever the last time you were here, you know? He doesn't really remember. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want me to do your eyeliner? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's fine. Whatever you want to do. Okay. Ivy is, like, very flushed. And her shoulders are kind of, like, tight. Her breathing is pretty fast. She starts rooting through her makeup bag finds a green eyeliner. Her hands are shaking. She, like, takes a deep, studying breath. Okay, um, yeah, so you can just sit on the bed or something. Um, yeah, that's fine. Um, I also just want to make sure, like, I don't have a change of clothes 
for the party. Oh, that's fine. You can wear something of mine. Okay, that's what I thought. I just wanted to, I just wanted to check. Yeah, uh, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. You usually have cool stuff, so. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> sit. You can sit down. Her feet are like kind of crossed at the ankles, and her hands are in her lap, and. It's not the first time Natalie's been to your house at all, but she seems uncharacteristically nervous. And she's kind of just like looking around at the things in your room, which there are sparse few. Here, can I? And Ivy grabs Natalie's chin gently and like moves her face so that she's facing forward. So how dramatic do you want to go? Well, I don't, I don't think I could pull off anything as dramatic as like Naya does, but like... Oh. Maybe just like a, yeah, uh, maybe just like a little wing, I guess. Sure, I, c- I can do that. Ivy like gets very close to her face and starts trying to draw a little cat eye, but her hands are shaking and she kind of like fucks it up. Sorry, shit, here. She like licks her thumb and tries to fix it, but it doesn't, it just kind of makes it worse. Sorry, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm usually way better at this. Yeah, this is kind of okay. And she draws one and then draws the other one. Natalie, I I don't know anything about Naya. Like you don't have to be jealous of her. <laughs> um, I mean, she's she's just hot. You know, like she's just she's just another hot girl. Like <laughs> we aren't even friends. I don't want you to be thinking about her as any sort of like I don't know. You just seemed pretty um into her at lunch and stuff. Yeah, but, you know, me and Alina, we talk like that. You know, we talk about people and, like, their bodies. And, I mean, it's honestly probably shitty of us. Uh. Yeah, and you, you, you're allowed to, like, be into whoever. Okay. I didn't mean that. And, like, I wasn't. Well, how do you feel? Who are you into? Saw you briefly with Sawyer today. Yeah, he asked for help. What kind of help? His mom was there, and he just wanted to run away from her. He ran away a lot today. He didn't even, like, know my name. Ouch. You're kind of into him at some point, right? Are you over that? Like, you don't know Naya. I don't really know Sawyer. Right. I know you. You know me pretty well. Ivy, like, moves her hand to her face. She gulps, catches, like, eye contact with you, and doesn't break it. But I think that this is a good point to roll roll a dice. Yeah, I'll roll to turn her on. Yeah, uh, so roll 2d6 and add your hot to the number. So eight. With your kind of hand under her chin and her looking at you, she leans forward and kisses you. I kiss her back. I push her back onto the bed. My hand goes from her face to her throat. And I start kissing her neck instead. Is this okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More than okay. I start, like, nipping at her neck a bit. And then I bite her. And start to feed. You've pushed yourself this time a little bit too far. This is a massive relief. And you almost feel yourself, like, returning to your body because you were not who you wanted to be today. Her neck kind of like tilts back even farther, which is something it does every time that you do this. 
the smell is familiar, the taste is familiar, the way her body reacts is familiar, and she's probably one of the most willing people that you've ever done this with. And you feed a little bit more than you usually do. And there's a point where you feel a little bit of resistance in the way that she's clutching your shirt. Ivy's whole color changes. She's glowing. She has the other hand on Natalie's body that isn't holding her jaw in place. Hey, hey, it's fine. You're doing great. Her uh, eyelashes kind of flutter a little bit as if she was almost like leaving consciousness. Whoa, hey, hey, where are you going? It's okay, you're doing great. This is so good, don't worry. Okay. Whoa, okay. I like notice that her eyes are fluttering now and like turn her face back to me and finally like fully uh, retract. Are you okay? I was just, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I'm really, I'm really, fuck, I'm really sorry. No, it's okay, it's okay. The hand that's on her body like grips her too hard because Ivy's strength has now fully come back. Ah, fuck. Okay, I'm sorry. No, uh, hey, God. it's okay. okay. She tries to reach up and grab your face. Hey, it's okay, it's okay. Ivy, like, jerks back away from her touch. I'm so sorry. You should, you shouldn't be here right now. Um, maybe, I actually, I think, I think you should go. She sits up. Oh, okay, if that's what you want. I don't know what I want, but I, I think that it's just best if you do. Okay, uh, yeah. Okay, but, bef- um, Ivy, like, completely backs off of her and is standing, but Natalie is like still sitting on the bed. And she, as gently as she can, like wipes the remaining blood off of Natalie's neck, kind of mirroring her earlier emotion with the eyeliner. She licks her thumb and wipes it off. Hey, Natalie? Yeah? Ivy makes really strong eye contact with her and hypnotizes her to forget that this happened. Because of the feeding, you can add to a dice roll, your next dice roll. So it's a six. You are frazzled by taking too much and hurting your friend. You can't get enough focus to successfully hypnotize her into forgetting the feeding, forgetting the fact that you've kicked her out now immediately afterwards and she is looking at you, still holding the eye contact, and she's like, I guess I'll just see you later. I don't realize that I was not successful because that's usually how she would respond anyway. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, wait, do you want to borrow a dress or something? I'm going home now so I can just get something. Okay, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see you soon. I'll, I'll text you before I go, okay? Okay. Thanks for, um, thanks. And she lets herself out of your room. Ivy throws herself on her bed and just screams into the pillow. And then she looks up, goes over to her closet, picks out her tiniest outfit, puts some hyper pop on her speaker, and starts to get ready. She sends a text to Sawyer. Hey, bro. What are you bringing tonight? Sawyer will respond with everything but needles. Disappointed but not surprised. I want a hundred of everything. Also, are you busy or RN? Question mark. 
Things might be a bit pricier than normal. Dot dot dot. Do you have money? Dot dot dot. Sorry. Also, I gotta run home and grab something that's gonna help me. Dot dot dot. But I can make time before the party. Where you wanna meet? Reply to the first text. Do you even know me? Question mark. Reply to the second text. Fine, you're lame. Reply to the third text. Okay, let's meet in the woods outside the quarry. 10 p.m. See you there. You get a thumbs up, a heart, and a heart. We find ourselves back just a couple of hours outside school, weirdly reminiscent of the first day with Sam and Caleb outside of Wildmore High. And Sam is... Somebody had chopped a hopscotch onto the sidewalk and they are standing just with two feet in two of the boxes, just kind of bouncing back and forth. And then they start doing the hopscotch. Um, is Adam giving us a ride to your house? Uh, I mean, I thought he would, but I don't know. Shit. I didn't think this through very well. Yeah, because, like, I don't have a bike. <sighs> Neither do I, Sam. I can't exactly, like, walk there. We can't walk there. It's way too far away to walk. To there. your house? Yeah. I guess like, we could. We have time. But then, I guess, then the question is, how are we getting from your house to the Sam. Uh This sucks. This sucks. This sucks. I hate this. This is awful. This is the worst day. This is the worst everything. This is the worst week. This place sucks. This school sucks. I suck. Hey. I'm gonna fix this, okay? I'm gonna see if he's left or not. Because if he's left, then, well, I need to figure out something else. But if he hasn't, then maybe I can convince him. I'm gonna tug Sam off of their little, like, hopscotch. You look out amongst the cars, and you look to the specific spot that is Adam's, and it is empty. I squat down on the pavement and I curl my knees like up to my chest and hold my hands over my head, bow it down into my knees, and I just go, bitch! Sam mirrors your position, doesn't scream, and puts their hands on their knees and looks at you. This is actually quite a comfortable position for having a crisis. I guess there could be worse times to have a crisis. Like, I don't know, being upright? I'm going to pull up my phone, find Adam. The last message that was sent between the two of us was a picture of my cat that I sent to him like a week and a half ago that I like drew a like a tiny little monocle around his eye. And I said, distinguished gentleman on it. And there was absolutely no reply. It's just on red. Going to start typing, erase it, start typing again. Look, I know you've got the big party tonight, but you could have told me that you weren't giving me a ride home. There is not a response. Seriously? Still no response. It's going to take me 45 minutes to walk home. You realize that? What you've done? Leaving me here? Before I wait to see if there's a response or not? Of course you wouldn't. You don't realize anything. You don't think anything about anyone outside of that big, stupid, shiny head of yours. You're just a dumb forehead of a human being. I pause, see if he replies. There is finally a response. Party wasn't going to set itself up. <laughs> You're right. It wasn't. So glad you could be there for the party. I'm going to I'm going to tab over. I'm going to open up a <laughs> I'm going to open up a text message thread to my mom. <laughs> mom, I'm freaking out. Adam left me at school. 
too long of a wait it takes for anything to come back, then your phone starts ringing, and it's a call from your mom. Mom? What happened? I'm at, I'm at school right now, and all the buses are gone already, and most of the cars are gone, and I think there's only maybe faculty left inside, and like a couple other kids around, but like, I, Adam left. He was supposed to drive you home? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. I'll have a chat with him about that later, but right now, we need to get you home. I, unfortunately, am not in Wildmore right now. Let me make a call. Give me ten minutes, okay? Okay. Is there anybody there with you? Yeah, Sam. Sam. Sam's, Sam's here. Do they need a ride, too? Y- yes, if that's okay. Okay, yeah. Give me ten minutes. I'll call you back. Okay. Don't panic. You know what could happen, so take a deep breath. That's not gonna happen. It's not gonna be- You never know. Try to stay as calm as you can. I'll call you in ten minutes. I'm calm. I'm so calm. I'm like so calm right now. I believe you. I love you. Bye. I take the phone and I just smack it against my forehead a couple times. Hold it over my face. How's it going? Do we have a pickup plan? Sam, it is, it is going. Adam, definitely left. Definitely gone. Cool. Super gone. Not coming back. My my mom's gonna try and call someone to come pick us up, though. I'm just going to... You know what? Do you have chalk? Uh, maybe? Wait. I rustle around in my bag. I pull out uh, this little, like, uh, cloth pencil case. It's just, uh, like, a picture of a frog on the front of it that just is staring with its eyes kind of like glazed over and sort of slid apart from each other like there's absolutely nothing going on that little frog head of his i open it up and i start pulling out like a mechanical pencil a sharpie there's like a really really long eraser in there and a like little spongy sort of like wadded piece of like that rubbery like eraser i start pulling all these different things out i found a gel pen in there somewhere at the very very bottom there is a cracked piece of chalk that it used to be a part of like one of those little holders that teachers use to write on the board so they don't get chalk on their hands but i broke that so it's just the chalk now cool cool okay what if i don't know if you ever did this as a kid but like make the wildest hopscotch that's like impossible to do you want me after my brother left me to fend for ourselves at this school after hours to draw absurdist hopscotch yeah well i mean like number one i'm sure i start drawing the absurdist hopscotch at some points they kind of direct you they're like okay but like you could put like a circle one over there connected to the triangle one but if the circle one goes next to the triangle one it's going to look like a different shape yeah it'll look like a clown with a hat on Looks like a clown with a hat on. I draw the circle. I draw the circle like in a way that it kind of morphs into a weird squishy head. And instead of putting like a number inside of it, it's just a big zero and then two little dots. So it looks like it's just a big clown nose. Okay, and like if we put the nine by the fourteen instead of by the eight, you can't you can't get there. And then you'll just be stuck in the eight. Sam, back up. How is seven ever going to be able to eat anything if nine's on the other side? That joke is so old. Seven's so full now. It's hilarious. Don't interrupt me. Take nine. I put it next to 14 like Sam wanted. You hear tires squealing on pavement. You see a very interesting car because you live in Wildmore, a town of old miners and farmers. But there is an Alfa Romero pulling up next to the curb. 
I kind of jump a little bit to the side whenever it comes up so quickly and sit on the nine that I was working on and get chalk off all the side of my pants. The window starts to roll down and you see the person inside in the driver's seat lean over and whip off some sunglasses. Bonjourno, come in. And you see Gabriel Duncan. Hello, Mr. Duncan. It's nice to see you. You see a man in a black robe with a bare chest. He's always like this. He's always like this. I'm very aggressively making direct eye contact with him. I look over to Sam and I go, uh, this is, this is my friend, Sam. We're, we're just both going to get dropped off at my house. Thank you for coming on such short notice. Of course. Andiamo, andiamo. I'm coming, I'm coming. And I get in the backseat of the car. Sam also climbs into the backseat. Oh, you'll make me feel like a chauffeur. Of, of course, Mr. Duncan, I, I didn't mean to, um, I'm just gonna uh, start to crawl over the middle console into the passenger seat. I, excuse me, I'm, I'm sorry, excuse, I'm, I'm just, uh, I, I almost got, wait, my, my foot stuck. Sam, can you, can you move my shoe? It's, the lace, it's stuck on the, I, I, okay, I got it, thank you, thank, I'm sorry, I... You are climbing over the seat, and you're kind of, like, kicking Sam's, like, Caleb, come on, Caleb, stop! I'm sorry, but I... But the I, process, like, does help push you into the front seat. Gabriel's just watching this whole thing happen. A, a sly smile on his face. I'm so sorry, Mr. I go to turn to the side, but I forget momentarily in my stream blind panic of fumbling up to the front seat that he is wearing next to nothing. For my case, back to the road. It starts... The car driving forward and says, Oh, it is okay. People see my phone men art across the world. <laughs> they do? <coughs> they do? I, uh, I thought you would have been aware. You know, my parents tell me some things, but they don't tell me, like, everything. And they, that's very nice. <coughs> very nice. Oh, well, uh, you know the portrait? The one that is in your aunt's house? Yes. That is me. Lovely. See, it was a gift for... Oh, um, well, I seem to have forgotten, but for someone. It all runs together. Mm -hmm. All runs together. Kind of uh, rests his hand on the back of the passenger seat, turns to look at Sam in the back. I am Gabriel, and you are... Sam is wide-eyed. Um... I'm Sam Marshall, and you're, like, really pretty. Sam! I'm so sorry, Mr. I turned straight again, Mr. Duncan. I'm also sorry. It just, like, must run in your family. Are you having a good afternoon, Mr. Duncan? Any fun plans for the weekend? I had a lot of fun this afternoon. I plan to have a lot of fun this evening. Um, as far as the rest of the weekend goes, I will be doing, well, hopefully, if she joins me, we'll be doing yoga tomorrow morning with Ivy at the Galleria. You're doing yoga with that? That sounds very nice. And then I'll probably have more fun in the afternoon. I know you will. Um, How is Ivy? I saw her today and... She was a little upset. I don't know if you if you saw, noticed her. How is she? He sends you a look, looks back to the street. I believe my bambolina is doing just fine now. Oh, well, that's good. 
that's that's really nice. Good. And how are you, Caleb? H- how how am I? I mean, I'm fine. Oh, no need to be defensive. I was wondering because it is a new school and you are now back in Wildmore. It's been like an adjustment period, kind of. Uh, I'm acclimating. Yeah, I'm. I'm good. I'm. I'm. I'm fine. It's. It's great. Go wild more. Oh, Kayle, perfecto. He turns around once more. Oh, Sam, what is your preferred taste in music? We must not have a boring drive. And Sam is just like wide-eyed in the back going, Um, anything will do. I don't really have a preference. <laughs> um, Mr. Duncan, um, maybe when I was over one time, you were playing some of that Baroque music. I, you said that it inspired you in a way that maybe something like that, maybe. He perks up and becomes just so happy. Caleb Moore. Did I pronounce it wrong? You surprise me. Ivy could never get into it. I'd never be able to listen to it with her. You don't have to ask me again. Of course I will play it. And the car is filled with the f- what you remember. The exact song, actually, that you remember. Gabriel rolls down all the windows and turns it up quite loudly. Louder than it's really comfortable. But it's almost peaceful as it fills the car and the wind starts rushing through the windows as Gabriel drives out of town towards your house and your property and your land. Eventually pulls up to the house that you have called home your whole life and lets you out. I open up the door and then lean my head back inside, grab my backpack. Thank you again, Mr. Duncan. You really didn't need to do this. I really, really appreciate this. Thank you. And Sam gets out and goes, yeah, yeah, it was great. Thanks. Like, I, 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 like, uh, move my hand out and kind of, like, under where he can't see it as well, uh, like, smacks him side a little bit. Okay, bye! Have a good night. Drive, drive safe. Close the door just enough that it, it doesn't slam. It shuts, the tires start whirring, and, and you hear the music slowly fade as the car goes down the street. Your phone goes off with a text notification. Can't believe you fucking told mom. You're such a baby. I send an audio clip of, like, a really, like, distorted-sounding baby crying. I wait to see if he replies back. I'm kind of in the middle of something. I can't listen to audio. I send the same audio again. There's no response that time. Sam is standing almost in, like, the superhero pose, but their fists are up a little bit higher. It makes them look even more like a little kid than they already look. They are looking out at... The massive plot of land that you live on at the houses and the distance and the house next door and vast quantity of land that your family owns. Woo-wee! Did you like get to play in all this when you were a kid? Because this would be the ultimate game of tag. Yeah, actually, there's uh, there's like a creek around the corner. When I was younger, uh, we would go try and catch little tadpoles there. There like some newts and like some salamanders underneath some of the rocks. Slurry loved those things. I mean, like, really, really loved them. Like, he would try and grab them and kind of, like, jump them between both of his hands. I couldn't really catch them that well. They were a little too fast for me. But, it's nice. Are they slimy? I've never held a salamander. Oh, I don't know. I've never touched it. Like, he would try and hand it to me, and then I would, like, not be able to hold on to it well enough. And so I was just too scared to, like, pick it up at all. But then sometimes Ivy would try and pick it up. I don't know. I never asked. 
whatever. It's it's nice. Throw my arms out in like a grand gesture in front of my house. As I do this, uh, one of the nails in the shutter of like the one of the top windows loosens just enough in the shutter. That's rough. Rustic. I mean, I just have a one story. So like you already have two floors. That's bigger than my house. Yeah, it's it's got character. And is the character Jasper? Because where is he? I'm going to grab onto Sam's shoulders and move them physically so that I can grab onto their head and move it upward so that you can see a direct line into where my bedroom window is. There's Jasper, little gray paws, smooshed up against the side of the window. He's chubbier than I thought he would be. He's like really round. Can I go inside now? Heads towards the front door. I follow them inside. I want Sawyer to have sprinted away from the tunnel, and then he's going to longboard straight home. He's going to take the backpack, he's going to longboard straight home as fast as he can, get in, kick up the longboard, put it in against the garage, and like as stealthily as possible, peering through every door, listening on the outside of every door as well, making his way to his room, avoiding all family members, shuts the door, slides in underneath his bed, and pulls out this old shoebox. He opens it up and throws out little bits of empty Tupperware that probably used to conceal something, grabs a few items, a little flashlight, nothing like too crazy, but enough to where he can kind of hold it in his mouth and if he needs to look through the goods, a little card scanner uh, like restaurants would have, a green ski mask, with an upside-down cross on the forehead. He hesitates, but does grab the switchblade. Stores everything in the backpack or in his pockets, and then texts Ivy, ready whenever. Ivy texts back, ditto, let's go. You get swag, and just appeared after swag. Ivy just texts back, ew. Ivy, you get a text from Alina. Hey, I've got about another half an hour here before we close up. Am I still meeting at your house? What's the plan? Ivy sighs. She kind of forgot about Alina. She texts backspaces. I'll just meet you at the party, okay? Question mark. Sorry, things with Natalie are weird. You get a frowny face emoji. Okay, probably for the best. I gotta change anyway. See you soon. See you soon. Dress slutty. Exclamation point, exclamation point, send. She hearts that. As you are leaving your room, walking through your house to the downstairs where you can exit. Ivy, a moment. Okay, dad, sure. She like turns around and gives him a very teenage stare. What's up? You look better. I'm glad. Yeah, well, I'm not. (laughs) I ran into Natalie leaving earlier. She's fine, trust me. She does this. Are you sure you took care of things? Yeah, I did. I always do. You literally don't have to worry about me. I would never want... I would never want her to remember that that happened. Anyway, so don't worry. I took care of it. You can't keep doing this to yourself this way. We said we could help you. I don't want to live the way you guys live. I know it works for you. I, I get the vision. I'm just not... Can I just figure this out on my own? I don't mean to sound unsupportive, but we've let you do that for a while, and it doesn't seem to be working. What would you rather me do? 
have no real friends, use people all the time. I'm trying my best. I don't, I don't know what you want from me. I want you to be happy and healthy and well-adjusted and able to live the life that you want. But if you think that what you are doing with Natalie is not using her, then you need to rethink what you are doing. Ivy, like, looks down at her shoes, looks back up at Fast defiantly. Look at me. I look pretty healthy. I am about to go to a party, make new friends, live life the way you guys are always trying to make me do. I get it, okay? Natalie is done. I won't feed on her anymore. Happy? Not until you have a backup plan. I because will you've figure only gone something six out. days and it has not been well for you. Look at me now. I'm literally glowing. Yes, because you finally gave in. I can't feed every day. You could. That's... I'm sorry. That's insane for me. I... I'm gonna figure it out, okay? I already have a backup plan. I'm meeting with Sawyer right now. So, can I go? He seems not pleased with you exchanging Natalie to use a house member as a blood bag, but he doesn't say anything. I want you to know that we are always here and all we want is the best for you and to help you, but you have been very closed off lately and I know that you are going through things, but we are just trying to help. You may go. Ivy looks like she wants to say something else, but thinks better of it. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. I get it. I'm sorry that I dampened your night. Forget about me. Have fun. I will see you when you come home. If I come home. <laughs> I don't expect you early. Don't worry. I'll be home at a reasonable hour? We'll be awake. Of course you will. Okay, um, Sawyer's waiting on me. Seriously, I will think about what you said. Puts a hand on the back of your head and kisses your forehead and lets you leave. I exit through the back door into our garage. I look at the multiple cars in the garage. Look back at the door. He can't be much angrier at me than he is right now. So I notice that the garage door has already been left open and I grab the quietest car I can. I glance in and I see that the keys are already left in there. The keys are actually left in every single one of these cars. I notice that the, the car also doesn't have another car behind it. Open the door, shut it as quietly as I can, start it up. It barely makes a sound. However, I know that Bass can probably still hear it and I wait like 10 seconds just idling to see if he's gonna come out. Almost a whisper over the noise of the car you hear. Don't wreck it or kill anyone. I roll down the window and say, shout, actually. I haven't yet. Roll the window back up, put on the most obnoxious pop music ever and back out. As I am pulling around the corner, I call Sawyer from like the car Bluetooth. Sawyer is staring like two inches next to this magnificent motorcycle that is his dad's, just sweating. Looking back at his bike, 
looking back at the motorcycle, and then picks up his phone. Hello? Hey, how are you getting there? I was just about to text you. Sweet. I'll be at your place in like... Oh. Never mind. What's your idea? I don't want to do my idea. Do you have a ride? I mean, I can come get you. Yeah, let's do that. And then you just hear a small whisper of, Another night. Okay, weirdo. I will be at your place in ten minutes. Cool. Yes. You didn't like when I said swag? That was weird. Yeah, that was really weird, actually. Like, is this 2008, 2010? Like, are you the Black Eyed Peas? Like, what is going on? I don't know. I thought about bringing it back. You should either go farther back than that. Farther back. Like, groovy? stay... We'll talk about this later, okay? Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, wait. Do you have the shit? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep, that's the worst one. Okay, uh, bye. Okay, yeah, and I okay, hang up. It's groovy. Not a minute later, you live so close to each other, you see the sleek black car pull into your winding path of a driveway. The headlights catch you in their beams as they come up to the garage where you're standing kind of caught like a robber with with your dad's bike and you look and you see ivy in the front seat i am sprinting to the shotgun thing and and tapping on the tapping on the the window jesus christ i unlock the door turn off the lights turn off the headlights oh my slip in god i forgot what it's like for you to have like actual parents no i think they would be like I don't know. I think they'd actually encourage me to go, but that would be the worst thing. That's true. Your parents always did like me. They like you a lot. <laughs> Not in a weird way. I know that kind of, that's kind of sounded like it came off. Let's start backing up. Cool. Let's go. Ivy like looks over her shoulder and starts pulling out. Sawyer's unzipping the backpack and gets out the ski mask, puts it like halfway on his head. She like turns back around to start driving straight and sees him with the mask on his head. What the fuck, dude? What What's going on here? I got a lot to do tonight. Look, I am not aiding and abetting whatever this is. Oh yeah, you are. You're, you're buying some of this. <laughs> oh, why are you wearing a mask like you're about to rob a bank? Oh no, I'm just gonna distribute drugs. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a big deal, dude. It wouldn't be a big deal, except for everything that's on the line tonight. Oh yeah? Yeah. Are you in some deep shit? What's going on with Master Kush? Uh, <laughs> you know, I gotta just win his favor over so I don't get beat up again. And, uh, oh, hey, I rehearsed this. I am sorry for today, and I'm sorry for running away. Let's just, I'm sorry. So, let's just move on from that one. Ivy glances at him like he's fucking insane and goes back to looking at the road whatever you're doing with this like let me know if you need help okay you seem really like genuinely freaked out yeah i mean i just i'm kind of scrambling i uh getting punched in the face was a fucking new experience wait who punched you kush no Nobody- Kush punched you in the face? Ivy. You're fucking kidding me. Dude. Is he gonna be at this party? No. He is away on work. He's over out beyond the city limits. He won't be there. Hmm. That's good for him. Ivy, like, grips the steering wheel 
really hard. Listen, dude, I'm hesitant because I don't even really want to say the name, but we know whose party we're going to, and I kind of have to see him and interact with him tonight. I wouldn't do it unless it was saving my own ass, and that's why I did what I did today, and I ch that's all Sawyer, I gotta do. Sawyer, didn't I have like one stipulation for this party? I'm driving you to this party. You're supposed to be on my side. What, why, what business do you even have with Adam? I am on your side, I promise. I just need some, like, some room tonight. Tonight, and then all my problems are gone, and we can chill, we can hang out, dude. Like, we can do tattoos, we've been wanting to do that. I just need you to, to give me tonight. I, I promise I'm on your side. Sorry, you get a notification that's a different sound from a text, and you look at your phone, and there's an Instagram DM from a username at Sammy Natty Light. I'll open it up. The profile picture is a picture of Natalie, and there are like three or four messages. And the first one says, Sorry to DM you, I didn't have your number. The second one, you might not even see this, that's okay. The third one is, I know we don't know each other very well, but dot dot dot. And then the fourth one is, are you with Ivy? Yes? Question mark, question mark, question mark. The little dots pop up for a second. Is she okay? I look over at Ivy, gripping the steering wheel. Ivy turns back up the music really loud and starts screaming the lyrics to the song. Could be better. Over the sound of the music, Ivy says, Fine, it's fine, but it's not tattoo night then. Are you, like, mad at me? Why would I be mad at you, Sawyer? Yeah. Yeah. Who are you texting? Uh, I just read the profile name. What? Why is Natalie DMing you? I don't know, something really awkward's going on. I think she's just trying to get my number or something. Okay. She saved me. She saved me from my mom today. It's kind of cool. Right. She mentioned that. Oh, you chatted with her. She like turns the music down a little bit. Whoa, serious? Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, we talked today. I, I I actually um, you know what? You guys should hang out. You should hang out with her tonight. You know. <laughs> Ivy like starts to sweat a little bit but she still looks so, so beautiful. She's like so healthy, but kind of in like a manic way. Yeah, um, you know, actually you guys would get along. And honestly, like she probably likes you. So you should talk to her tonight. God, that just added so much stress to tonight. Somebody likes me. Dude, I have to sell a fucking bag. Drug. Sell it to me. All of it? Yeah, how much is it? A lot. How much would it cost, the whole bag? It's probably like five grand. Done. Wait, but half the bag, half the bag is already paid for. Ivy tosses her phone into his lap. Venmo yourself, whatever it is. I can't, I gotta Venmo it to Cash Kush. That's the Venmo. Okay, whatever, just let me purchase drugs from you, please. Okay, all right, I, Cash Kush, 2,500. It's only half, though. I can't give you the whole bag. Why? Who has the other half? Uh, 
somebody who has pre-purchased. Okay. Adam. Adam has the bag. He has half the bag. That's why I just need tonight. I just need tonight. I need to get it over with. There's so many forces at work against me here. You're not letting me purchase these drugs because they belong to Adam? Well, here's the thing, though, Ivy. I totally would. And honestly, it's probably a better deal that you do because I think, you know, shit's just not good on the other end. But something's been set up, and I wasn't the one that set it up. I don't know the deal that was made. If I'm just, like, fucking this over, then I could get fucked over. I don't want to get fucked over again. I just need tonight to run smoothly, and now this girl, who I just learned her name today, likes me, and I don't know what to do at the party. I just need to put on this ski mask. I just feel like you're so mad at me still, and I'm trying to not have that be what it is. Ivy takes, like, a really deep breath. Over the course of this conversation, she's been increasing the speed of the car unconsciously. Ivy's phone dings two times, and there are texts in quick succession from a number you probably should have blocked. And it says, hey, just want to make sure you were coming. And then immediately after that, sorry, wrong person. I recognize that I got a text, but Sawyer is still holding my phone. Who texted me? Uh, what's your passcode? It's 6969. <laughs> You're making fun of me for swag? Shut up! Who texted me? Uh, oh no. It was just a spam thing for Joe's Deli. Yeah, they send that like monthly thing. And Sawyer swipes and deletes the messages. I swear I text them STOP in all caps like once a month and they still don't listen. Yeah, I can tell them. I can tell them to knock your number off or whatever <laughs> the, the, the text yeah. list. You got, like, an in at Joe's Deli? Yeah, dude, I got pull. <laughs> See? Look at that laughing. We're on the right track here. I just... I, I know this is it's shit. It's just gotta be... We just gotta shit one night. One long shit. One overnighter. I really um, think you should get better metaphors. Because I... That's not what I want this party to feel like. One night long shit. I'm hoping it's going to be a little better than that. Well, yeah, that's probably a good point. Um, it, well, it depends on what you eat. And then, anyways. You both start to unconsciously recognize familiar landmarks from your childhood. Places that you played at with Caleb and with Adam. And you find yourself on the outskirts of the Moore property. Ivy, with everything that has gone on today, but especially with the altercation you had with Caleb earlier, during which he honestly did not believe that you cared about him at all, which is something that you can't wrap your mind around, especially now with all the memories from the time you spent together when you were young, that's really hard to believe for you, that he could think that. And Sawyer, the fact that Caleb still refuses to answer any message that you send him. That's just as confusing for you. I roll the windows up, look over at Sawyer. That smell is so particular. It's like honeysuckle? Yeah. You know, I've been like texting Caleb. Really? Yeah, with no response. But like almost in like a, like I'm starting to feel pathetic. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> yeah. We haven't really talked since the whole Adam thing. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I don't know, like, we're in the same homeroom, too. 
It's weird, right? I don't know. I tried to say something the- Never mind. It's not like he's gonna be there. Listen, here's all I'm saying. You do what you gotta do tonight, and I gotta do what I gotta do tonight. And let's just reconvene at the end of it. We'll watch out for each other, like in the shadows, you know? Yeah, I got you. Ivy, like, grabs his hand, holds it. Sorry, clenches it. And as these cars pass by the outskirts of the Moore property, we still have two individuals in a house. Sam is laying on your bed in the same clothes from the day, staring at the ceiling with the cat, like, on their neck. Do you think what I'm wearing is okay? I am inside of my closet right now. I've been for the past 20, 30 minutes, honestly, dragging out almost everything that's inside of there and either tossing it onto the bed, onto Sam, or onto the floor because everything makes my skin want to crawl right now. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, wait, actually, and I flip, 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 and I find like a, a t-shirt of mine and then turn it around and kind of like hold it at a distance so that I can sort of see Sam in it. I mean, this might go with your hair a little bit better, but I don't know if it would be too baggy on you. I could try it on. Wait, what? What, Caleb? What if we did a fun thing where we swapped clothes and then you wore what I was wearing and then I wore your clothes and then that's how we go to the party? You think that if we swap clothes and go to the party, the party of which everyone at our school, at least in our home room, is going to be there. People that we know and we see every day, you're going to look like you just crawled out of a swamp with how baggy the clothes are going to be. I'm going to be wearing a crop top that's not supposed to be a crop top. Well, pe people wear crop tops to parties. It's going to cut me in all of the wrong ways. Okay, so bad idea. It was I was just throwing it out there. Terrible idea. They take the cat off their neck and sit up cradling it but since we can't switch clothes can we bring jasper to the party honestly i think if jasper came to the party uh he would probably hack something up onto my brother which would be hilarious and super deserved but i don't want to risk him getting in trouble okay my cat that is you want adam to get in trouble of course i want adam to get in trouble are you kidding me I guess you already got him in trouble once today. You could do it again. What? Okay. Okay. New plan. We go to the party for the hour we said we were going to go to the party for. Then we come back and you call the cops on the party. Sam, I could call the cops. No, I don't. Oh, I don't want to call the fucking cops though. Well, there's not really like another force of people who would be the people to shut down the party. So that's the only option. Okay. It would, it would get, it would get Adam in so much trouble. Yes. Great Loving that. I know we say fuck the police, but isn't it kind of fuck Adam more? No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. ACAB proceeds brother being a dick. Okay. Priority straightened. Also, if we call the cops and anyone finds out that we did it, we'll be exiled for the rest of our time at high school. What happens when you're exiled? Caleb, like, looks into the middle distance of his room for a moment. Really, 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 really thinks hard. You know, I don't actually think that much would change. That's what I'm thinking. You're pretty much my only friend. Today I've told a really, really popular girl that she was pretty and then subsequently told her father that he was pretty. So I don't really think I've got much going for me. I wish I could blame you, but I think I have been holding a torch for that man since I was five. It's really understandable because of like the chest and the- You get used to it. 
He's extremely distracting and stupidly attractive. I know, but you get used to it. You kind of build up a barrier enough. Just don't look at him. It's hard to do when he kind of is just on display. It's a talent. It's, it's a skill that I've had to cultivate all of these years. And you know what? And I like walk over to the bed now and I put my hand over top of his face. And now you must as well. Please give me your powers of not looking at the hot man. I put my other hand on top of his face and then I look up to the ceiling. Great powers that be, allow my poor, poor, stupid slut of a friend to get past this. And then I like smack him a little bit on the head, on the head whenever I pull my hands back away and I go, cleansed. I'm ready. I feel loose. I feel like I just stretched for half an hour. I feel like my limbs are wiggly wobbly and I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm getting really nervous again. I feel like I'm going to shit. Okay, cool. We're on the same right page. Now. So right now. maybe shit in the bathroom and then we'll go. Should we do like a bathroom trip first? Because I doubt that there's like porta potties at the core. I've never been. Have you been? No, it's just kind of like a wood situation. I mean, there's a couple of picnic tables that people have brought around and like some weird chairs that just look like they shouldn't be We're there. shit under the picnic table? No, don't shit on the picnic table. I'm just saying they're picnic table. Please don't shit under the picnic table. Caleb, I asked if they were porta potties and you told me they were picnic tables. I thought we were just talking about what was there in general. I'm freaking the fuck out. I'm gonna go take my bathroom break first and then you're gonna take your bathroom break and we will have absolutely nothing in our sad, stupid little bodies and we'll show up. I didn't eat dinner. Did you eat dinner? No, so nothing in the body. If we don't eat dinner, then we can't shit. Correct. This has been an enlightening conversation with you, Sam. I am going to go to the bathroom now and pretend like it didn't happen. It's hard to have these conversations with you when I see you because it's a lot easier when it's just in the text box. It's so much easier whenever I can type, oh my God, I'm laughing so hard. And then you can't see me when I'm not laughing so yeah, hard. Yeah, that's been like a learning curve for me that you don't think my jokes are as funny as I thought you did. I think you're so fucking funny. And then I just like look like dead eyes. I think you are so hilarious. You're the funniest person. You make me laugh so much. Caleb, I know that I picked up on your sarcasm earlier today, but I'm not getting it now. So I think that you're just trying to make me feel better. I smacked them on the side of their head. <sighs> okay, you've hit me a lot today. It's how I show affection. I gathered, but like, go take your shit. I, I nod, and then I turn back to them, and I am going to lean in and place a soft little kiss on their temple. I'm gonna find something for your hair. It's like, it, it just has this like, kind of like stale lunchbox smell about it. We're gonna go to a party. We can't have that. Should I shower? No, no, that's, that would take way too long. How long do you take to shower? How long do you shower? Like in and out, man. This explains so much. Go to the bathroom, pretend to shit. I can't shit. I'm actually too nervous to shit. You get a text while you're on the toilet. Amazing. From one of your situational friends. Oh dear. Damien. Yo, I guess I'm going to go to this party. Probably good for intel on my end. Anyway, my new friend wants to know if they can bring their rat. Oh, the kid that was in the art room? Yeah, Pharaoh. They want to know if they can bring their rat to the party. Oh, dude, if you bring a rat to a party, what if it gets loose? It's a pocket rat. It stays in the pocket? That's what they tell me. I mean, there's like a dot 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 for a while and he's like really thinking. I've always wanted to see a rat. So yeah, Adam's cool with the rat at the quarry? I think for a minute. And then I smile just a little bit. Adam's great with a rat at the party. Awesome, thanks, see you. 
I am going to fuss around in the bathroom for a little bit. I find some hairspray and a little bit of mousse that I go back out into my room and I start to fuff around with Sam's hair. Okay, so thank you for this. I am primed and ready to go now. Also, I'm kind of excited to walk through the woods. You want to walk through the woods? It's going to take so long to get... I have bikes. Okay, we can bike through the woods. I just kind of like want to go through the woods. It's the fastest way to get there. I mean, if we take the main roads, it's just going to be annoying. I'm used to going through the woods anyways. Yeah, yeah, let's go through the woods. I wasn't allowed out after like sunset for a while when I was a kid. And then I didn't really have like anybody to go out with when I was allowed to. And so I've always had this dream. That's a weird thing. A fantasy. That's the worst word. Um, like a, a wish to like, I just have romanticized this idea of like being in the woods at night. I think that's the gayest thing that you've ever said to me. And three nights ago, when we were post-raid, you opened up a private DM so you could send me a picture of that guy, Crisis, or something? The one from the anime that you were talking about. He's a platinum blonde, Caleb. I don't know what you want from me. Look, I know, but like, that's... This? Yeah. This? It's kind of cute, actually. Okay, well, I'll be cute in the woods then. Let's go. You show Sam where the bikes are, grab a bike for both of you. How this is laid out is that if you go through your property, so your property is like, oddly, is almost an exact square. It was like a cut piece of land almost. But if you go all the way to the east part of your property, that is the direction where the quarry is. And so the quarry isn't on your property, but it is very near the farthest part of your property from town. And so you and Sam ride through the woods in night, wind rustling your hairs. They kind of stand up on the bike as they go pedaling, standing up and just kind of like whooping into the air like this joyous freedom, taking in every bit of that romanticized version of this that they had thought of in their heads. There's an innocence to Sam that verges on naivete, but it's more of just somebody who is taking life as it comes. I, I glance out of, at Sam out of the corner of my eye, and as I'm leading them through these woods, these are paths that I have been through my entire life. These are paths that I went through with my brother and with his friends whenever I was younger. These are paths that I went through with my father whenever I could manage to get his time enough that he wanted to take me out somewhere. And these are paths that I came to whenever I was by myself and I needed some time to think. And I see Sam and how free they are and unrestrained and unapologetic about everything that they do. And I think for a minute that we make good counters to each other. And I throw my head back and I start whooping as well. As you both, Ivy Sawyer in the car and Sam and Caleb on bikes, start nearing, you can already hear the pumping music from the entrance. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to support our show, 
you can become a patron at patreon.com queerpg. Becoming a patron allows you access to our exclusive after show, where the cast talks about character insights and their own reactions to the episode, as well as a plethora of other perks. If you like the show, remember to rate and review. And to keep up with Queer PG, make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at QueerPGPod, and on Tumblr at tumblr.com queerpg. Until next time!